All right, welcome back to the 24 podcast. We're definitely excited to be able to bring this unofficial podcast to you about Fox's 24. And so uh, my name again is Joshua Rivers, and we have Mark Sievercrop with us again. We're back together again, Josh. Yes, I know. It's always weird when we have a week off. I know. I Well, I got to spend the week with uh, Joel, which was fun. And I have to say, uh, well, mentioning Joel here real quick. The cool thing about Joel is I always learn something about 24 or I think of things differently after talking to him. The guy is awesome. Yeah, that is true. Yes. And he goes like deep into it too. Like he's always like, well, you know, here was their uh, motivation and this is what they were thinking. And I'm like, wow, I'd never thought of that before. So anyways, (laughs) I really like having him on. I hope I hope everybody else appreciates it as much as I do because I learn a ton about 24. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So that yeah, that was good uh, episode there so if you uh missed that one go back and listen to the last one there as they wrapped up season three mm-hmm. and so of course Joel is uh um, starting to do some blogging uh for yeah. us as well and so um about once a week he's uh trying to get it on wednesdays but about once a week he's putting a blog post out there uh something about 24 and uh, i think he's trying to bring it uh somewhat in line with the season that we're looking at for that month and so mm-hmm. um and so some good stuff there so you definitely want right. to go to the 24 podcast.com check that out and um if it's not up right now it should be up now i did put something on there for you to be able to get some email updates um whenever a Sweet. blog post or a podcast episode goes live and so uh, if you want to uh, jump into that and get email notification whenever a blog post or a new episode is uh, made available. You can be able to get that. And so um, I'm sure several of you are uh, constantly opening up your uh, phone and keep checking to see if a new episode of 24 podcast is on there. And so this can save you a little bit of time by just getting an email. (laughs) That's right. Something like that. All right. Um, But yeah. Or just keep checking it. That's okay, too. Yeah, you can do that too. And, uh, <laughs> and probably while you're checking it, you can go ahead and leave a re- review in iTunes. And so that would be awesome also. Please do. Yes. Uh, we're going to be getting into season four today. And so um, season four has a lot of pretty cool things in it. I think at it least. does. Well, you know what? I, sorry, I, I'm going to sidetrack you again, Josh. Um, I was just thinking when we finish talking about season four, we will be halfway through the episode or the seasons of 24. And when we finish them, we will be right up against the new season stuff coming out. So that makes me feel like it's really close. And that makes me excited. So that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that is, Sorry, that I'm is a little pretty... ADD today. I, I, I don't know if I'm happy or excited to be halfway through. I know. Well, it's going to be sad. You're right. But then we'll get to talk every week about we'll get to talk every week about the new episode of 24 then. So yeah, that is true. So probably in January, we'll start having um, a lot more discussion about yeah. LAD news and whatnot. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. Season four. Super excited. Um, we've got some backstory we got to fill in. If we recall at the end of season three, um, it ends well it doesn't quite end this way but it ends with jack sitting in his car crying right and you realize you know how much he's gone through and then he's called back in to uh go you know interrogate somebody or whatever he was supposed to be doing 
Um, but between then and now, it is. Let's see how long. How much time passes? Eighteen months. Eighteen months. Okay, so here. we have eighteen months. And um, Joel and I mentioned uh, last week on the episode about that bonus or that extra clip um, that happens in between season three and season four between Bauer and Aaron Driscoll, who becomes the new CTU uh, director, where Driscoll basically says, look, you're a drug addict and we don't want you here anymore. But I'd be happy to write you a letter of recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, Jack says, with all due respect, I can find my own blank job. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so Jack's no longer at CTU and, and I think Joel's right. I think that extra was meant to set up, um, season four, um, because you find out in the beginning of season four that Jack Bauer is no longer with CTU. Right. Um, and, and actually, um, before we get any further on, uh, sure. if you go to the 24 podcast.com, we do have, um, that prequel, uh, that was just mentioned, um, right. where, where he gets fired and it also mentions a couple other things. Um, and then also there is, um, the trailer for season four, um, available there. So if you want to go there and, uh, watch those and so those can be available to you right. as well. Please be warned. The one does have one, uh, swear word in it. Yes. Which, which be, be aware. Yes. Has been bleeped, Don't have your... bleeped out on this podcast, but it won't oh, be on the video. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Good. Um, Yeah. But so that sets it up, and we find out that Bauer um, did find his own job, and he is now working for the Secretary of Defense, um, who is James Heller, who, by the way, we have found out will be in the new season of 24. Yeah, I think that's one of the cool things about getting into season four is that we have um, a lot of the characters that are coming back are from season four, or at least uh, started in season four. Right, Secretary Heller, Audrey Raines, Tony Almeida... Yeah, we're hoping still. It's it's subliminal. Maybe subliminal. If we just keep saying it. <laughs> then Chloe, um, and so she played <laughs> yeah. a big part in this one, and uh, she does a pretty uh, a lot of cool stuff in this season too. But um, but yeah, so yeah, so Heller comes well, back, which actually you get a lot of, um, I was you get a lot of you get a, sorry you get a lot of <laughs> characters too that you know it seems like there's a lot of characters that from four on are in the are in the show that weren't in it for the first three. You know what I mean? Right. And we have, you know, if Chloe that's there, obviously we have Aja Reigns, who's a fair part of several of the next episodes. Um, you know, Bill Buchanan towards the end of it comes in. And so we finally get to some of these characters that we know for the rest of the series. So, yeah, right. it's kind of kind of neat. And actually anyway, thinking sorry. of Heller, um, um, one of the speculations is that he may be the president in season nine. Right. Um, which, which actually, I, I, I just watched, or I'm about halfway through watching. Um, I think it's the most recent Batman, um, the Black Knight or the Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Um, and on there, he's the president. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, maybe I, he's getting some practice. I, I didn't realize that. So he's, um, at least the part that I saw, he was uh, on, on screen at the White House giving a speech, hmm. and so, um. And so he, he so it, so to me that was a sign that um, he is going to be the president <laughs> in this one, and so he's just getting getting a little bit of practice there on Batman, and so, right. Anyway, you know, and speaking <laughs> of him, I think, I think I forgot, you know, because in later seasons when you know Audrey comes back and she's you know in all but a vegetative state, and I don't want to get way way ahead of us, but I started to not like Heller because of how he treated Jack, mm-hmm. but I forgot how likable he is in season four. I mean, he is a really, really good guy. I mean, he takes time out to make sure that everybody's okay. 
you know, he he totally understands when, you know, personal issues are going. You know, I'm thinking of Driscoll later on in the season um, when she's dealing with her stuff. I mean, he is the first one there to say, is everything okay? You know, are you doing all right? Nobody would fault you if you have to go home. And I forgot how much I like Secretary Heller in season four. Yeah, yeah he, he is one of those. And uh, and there, there may be a couple times when it's like you're not quite so sure. But, I mean, he he's almost like a jack. Yeah. But uh, maybe a little bit more refined could you say right. yeah i think so. so it'd be interesting to read i guess we could go back and read his backstory but it'd be interesting to see um if they you know his backstory was that he was you know former military or anything like that yeah i mean um, he... to see how how closely they might be you know how close they they may be in their backgrounds. yeah seeing seeing some of the things that he did um i mean he had to have some kind of military um, and right. that, that's probably a, a prerequisite for being Secretary of Defense, but I'm not positive if that is for sure, but I would think so. Yeah. It would make sense. Um, yeah, you would think they'd have some sort of experience. And so, but I mean, it, it, he wasn't just, uh, I mean, he obviously didn't have just kind of schooling and uh, kind of training type of stuff. I mean, it seems like he's had some, um, quite a bit of hands-on tactical Right. go in there and get it done type of things. And so some of the things that he was doing when they were captured, um, I mean, he, he did a, a fantastic job. I mean, kind of, rem again, reminding me of Jack, um, if he mm -hmm. was in a similar situation like that. And so, uh, yeah. yeah, so pretty cool guy. We'll look into that. We'll find out. Tune in next time for answers to that. Wait, next time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tune in next time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Next episode, we can, between now and then, we can figure out what his background oh, was yes that part <laughs> go on from there so we also find out that jack is uh romantically involved with the secretary's daughter which i'm not sure how that works with work um and might i just warn jack that it never works out well working or you know being romantically involved with people at work yeah i mean Especially joel and i talked last week about how that's the downfall of tony right <laughs> if he hadn't worked with anybody at work, he'd probably still be the director of CTU. So, Jack, be careful. True. Yeah, very true. Because if he wasn't, if it wasn't his wife, then right. um, he would have been a lot different, mm -hmm. I think, in the things that he was doing. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. So, um, let's see. So, we start off, there's a train wreck, and we see that there's a briefcase stolen, but we don't really know. They don't really show what it is, but... You know, this train wrecks, this guy's laying out in the field with a briefcase chain or handcuffed to his wrist, and some guy comes up and shoots him and takes the, the briefcase. So you kind of sit there and you're like, okay, it has to have something to do with it, obviously, right. because we've seen it. But CTU's not really seeing the link at first. Right. Yeah, they don't know anything um, about the suitcase for a while. Right, right. And then you have uh, Andrew Page, who's just a, a young programmer or hacker or something, that uh, notices some code, and he's like, well, this is really weird, and I think it's his friend there says that he has to tell somebody. So he ends up, he's a, uh, I think, a um, former classmate, college, you know, college mate or whatever you want to say of Chloe's. Right. And calls Chloe and basically says, look, something's going on on the Internet. I found some code. And I think even Chloe's like, how did you find that? Were you looking at stuff you weren't supposed to be? He's like, uh, <laughs> because I think he was like, wasn't he like stealing software yeah, or something? Yeah, like copying is how like he copying found like it. Microsoft right. or something like that. <laughs> right, right. So anyways, he warns Chloe and Chloe goes to Driscoll and tries to tell her about it. And Driscoll basically says, I don't care. <laughs> you know, this isn't important. We're going to be looking at, you know, this. 
And um, I think they were concerned about the train wreck at the time, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, and they were trying to. They, they were assuming that this um, uh, one guy, a Turkish guy, was the guy behind the train right. wreck, and that's what spawned Chloe to think that this was related. Because as Andrew was looking at uh, that website that he accidentally hacked into and that information, right. it was in right. some kind of Middle Eastern or Turkish, Turkish um, writing, yeah. and so and so she's like, "Hey, this uh, might be connected here." And so, but Aaron Driscoll kind of shoved it off to the side. Hey, just pass it on to the FBI. We're just going to focus on this. Right. Right. Not really seeing the big picture. And Chloe's, Chloe's not the type of person that takes that very well. <laughs> she, she was pretty annoyed because she felt like she had something. Right. You know. Um, and anyways, they um, go find this guy, you know, this, this Turkish guy that they think might be involved. And um, they arrest him. And they're trying to find out what he knows. You know, they find out because Chloe, Chloe saw that saw wasn't it part of that code or something? It said something about eight o'clock, and you know, so Jack's like, "There's something happening at eight o'clock," and this is you know like seven thirty, and so Jack's inter- interrogating this guy, and the guy's not answering him. So Jack pulls out his pistol and shoots the guy in the leg. Yes, <laughs> true to Jack fashion. Right, so proud. First, first episode, first episode, and here he goes. And as soon as he shoots him, the guy says that the target is Heller, who obviously is his boss. Right. And so Jack immediately runs out and calls Audrey because Audrey and her father, James Heller, are visiting her brother, who they don't really get along with because you find out that he's um, has differing opinions politically. Yes. And basically believes that his dad is, you know, one of the main players in this mass government conspiracy and, you know, ruining people's lives and so on and so forth. And so Heller and his son are inside the house, you know, arguing. And Audrey gets a call from Jack and Jack says, you have to get out of there. Your dad's the target. You know, you need to get him out of there. And right about that point, you know, RPGs go flying and. Yeah. (laughs) And Heller and his daughter are kidnapped. And I remember watching that, and I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. I'm like, can you imagine what you would have to do to kidnap the Secretary of Defense? I mean, it's not like kidnapping some kid on the side of the street. I mean, you've got Secret Service. You've, I mean, those guys all have major weaponry. But Yeah, yeah. yeah you'd have was, to use big missiles it was like that. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, they get they get abducted, and, and that leads to Jack walking up to Driscoll, who, by the way, they don't get along. You know, we'll Driscoll didn't <laughs> want him talking to that to the uh, guy they brought in. Driscoll didn't want him anywhere near it because she doesn't like Jack, and Jack obviously doesn't like her because she fired right. him. So you have that, and then, you know, after this kidnapping, Jack basically walks up and says, look, the secretary is my responsibility. You need to reinstate me as a CTU agent right now so I can help you get him back. And against, well, she sends him with what's his bucket? What's his name? The head of field ops. Yeah, um, that was. I can't remember his name. He didn't last very long. I liked him though. Hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, it's just. Anyways, me neither too. here nor there. Yeah. Right. He's somewhere up here. Somewhere in my notes here. Um. Because I mean, he was only he was only anyways, in for like he was in three like ep- two yeah, episodes, two or three episodes, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, so anyways, Aaron says that you know, yes, you can be a provisional CTU agent, but you're going to listen to the head of field ops, and 
you know, I don't care what you say. You know, you'll do what he says, and that's it. Right. And the head of field ops kind of says the same thing. Look, I know you used to have this job, but I'm in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they go, um, and they're going. Where did they go? They went. Oh, they they uh, follow him to the they train went to pick up Andrew. Right. They went to pick up Andrew yeah. because Andrew had found out that people. Well, everybody where he worked had been killed. Right. And he showed up why these people were asking him, you know, where's the guy that found this code? Um, you know, did he find anything? Where's he at now? And so he runs and they're chasing him and and uh so so that uh that begins that and as they're trying to catch him, the head of field ops gets killed. Yeah, as, because he picked yeah, up the, uh, he picked up Andrew. Yeah, the no the terrorist or one of the terrorists right. um, was able to intercept the phone call and right. between Jack and Andrew. And so he was able to, um, then when he uh, met him at the train station, the terrorist posed as Jack because Andrew didn't know mm-hmm. what Jack looked like. And so, so this guy, he right. just pretended to be Jack. And so, um, so Andrew went with them and then eventually it was quickly revealed that he was not Jack and he was taken hostage mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then in the process, um, the, I wish we remembered his name. I know. Um, Jeez. They had a field option. Yeah, he was, uh, <laughs> he was killed in, uh, trying to stop the guy. Well, I think it's important too, that him and Jack had, had a right. disagreement and they'd fought. And during the, the course of this fight, Jack had been handcuffed to a railing. And then the guy gets shot, and he has to, like, get him to barely hand him the keys before he dies, you know, to get Jack free. Right. <laughs> it's like, well, that was dumb, <laughs> retard. Well, if you but never tied him up in the first like, place. Yeah, you got Jack Bauer with you. Why would you tie him <laughs> up? The guy's like a dead shot. Right. Anyways, yeah, so he gets away, and, and Jack's following him. And um, during this whole time, we, we meet the Araz family. Um, what was the dad's name? Gosh darn it, I just lost it. The mom's uh, Dina, and Beirut is the son. Navi, that's right. And we find out very quickly that they are terrorists. And, um, you know, you have some family conflict there with um, Beirut dating a American girl. How dare he? And, um, you know, there's some arguments there. Yeah. And, that, and that goes back and forth, and we find out that um, the Raz family has something to do with this kidnapping. Um, and, uh, they knew it was going to happen and, and had helped planned it and so on and so forth. Um, but we very quickly find out that the reason they capture Heller is they're going to do one of those nifty Middle Eastern, um, you know, pseudo courts. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to put him on trial for all of his crimes against whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, I think it's interesting, you know. He he gets pretty fired. Heller gets pretty fired up a couple yeah, times. Yeah, he does. And uh, he goes after him, and you know, Audrey's there, like, "Calm down, Dad. Calm down. You have a heart condition." He fakes a heart attack, and they almost get out. Um, and then yeah. they don't. They're recaptured <laughs> and threatened and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Um, and during this whole time, you know, CTU is interrogating Heller's son because they're like, "Look, somehow somebody knew you were going to be there." or that your father was going to be there, who did you tell? And so they they do all of, what was it, like sensory disorientation yeah. um, techniques yeah, and, uh, and whatnot. Yeah, because uh, Driscoll which, wanted which wanted to do the, um, uh, the, the whole drug injection thing, 
Um, right, but right. but Curtis is saying, hey, no, we we can't do that. We don't know that he has done anything. And so, right. I mean, it, apparently he told somebody, but he's not intentionally trying to hide anything or whatever. And so he he says, here, let's try this. It's not invasive, and it, it can right. get us some answers. And so and so they try right. this, and so yeah, the sensory disorientation. I don't I don't I even want to imagine what that feels like. It seems oh, like it'd be pretty well, weird. like sometimes I was like. Well, that wouldn't be that big of a deal, but then I'm like, no, I'll bet it would be. I'll bet after a little while it would drive yeah. you nuts. Um, but I mean, I'm looking at it as like, well, it's not gonna hurt him. <laughs> you know, we're not poking right. holes in him, and you know, with gun, with guns or other things. And then I start thinking after knowing at the end how upset Heller is that they did that. Initially, it's like, can you imagine what would have happened if Driscoll would have used, you know, drugs? Yeah, that would have been bad. Oh, Heller would have been livid. Um, but anyways, so Jack's following this guy that had kidnapped Andrew, saves Andrew, um, because Chloe begged him to, by the way, Chloe is working against CT, well, not really against CTU, but without CTU's knowledge at right. this point in time, um, helping Jack with satellite surveillance and everything. And the terrorist stops to, to get some gas at a gas station and Jack's trying to keep him there for a little bit, or he's hoping that to get satellite coverage, he keeps calling Chloe and. Um, we get, I think, the typical Jack Bauer, damn it, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> when when Chloe says it's 10 minutes out from getting satellite coverage. And so anyways, Jack makes a rash decision, which is pretty, wow. It, you know, it threw you off because Jack robs a convenience store. Well, stages a robbery. He doesn't actually take anything. Um, but to keep the terrorists there, he stages a holdup, including taking a police officer hostage or a sheriff right. hostage. Yeah, I I just think that was kind of hilarious how how they did that, and so Jeez. it was awesome. And then the you know everybody they finally get away, and he takes the the terrorist um, hostage to get away from the other sheriffs who have shown up, kicks the terrorist out, and basically tells Chloe, "Okay, I just kicked him out. Um, you know, follow him on satellite." And they do, and they find out which vehicle he's in and whatnot. Um, but Jack ends up coming around a corner and he's getting ready to to follow this guy, you know, basically circle around and find out mm-hmm. where he's going and whatnot. Comes around the corner and gets like surrounded by sheriffs. And that season, let's see. Um that's the end of episode four, where the end of it is everybody has guns drawn telling him to get out of the vehicle, and you see Jack being arrested at the end of the the, right. the episode. You're just like, oh crap. <laughs> What happens now? Dun, 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 dun. But, but then the next one opens up with um, the sheriff on the phone with Driscoll. They're calling Driscoll saying, and at that point with how much they had disagreed and how mad Driscoll was at Jack for not listening, because at that point, you know, basically she'd said, you know, find Jack and this terrorist and arrest them both. Right. You know? I don't care. We're done with it. So when the sheriffs call Driscoll and they say, we have a, a man that says he works with you by the name of Jack Bauer, I totally, I halfway expected Driscoll to be like, no, I've, I've never heard of him before. <laughs> who, who, who's this Jack of which you speak? I, I don't know this man. But no, she does. She's like, yes, he does work for me. And yes, yes, he was acting under my authority. And, you know, the sheriff's kind of ticked off, I think, you know, that they just kind of superseded his authority and was like, well, it'd be nice if you'd tell us. And she's like, well, sorry. Yeah basically <laughs> deal with it and uh then then tells and beyond that and and this sheriff was cool though i have to give him that because beyond that driscoll says and i'm putting jack bauer in charge of this operation give him whatever yeah. he needs and to this sheriff's credit he turns to jack and says well i guess you're the new boss what do you need 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I could have done that after he had just like taken one of my deputies hostage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's a cool guy, though. I yeah. like him. I bring bring back the sheriff. Hashtag bring back the sheriff. That's what I <laughs> there said. There you go. <laughs> whatever his name was. Captain whatever. Did they, this is his name? They may have, uh, he may have had a name. Yeah, he did. They, when they when he called CTU, they said we have a captain so and so on the line or sergeant so and so or something. Um, so yeah, he did have a name. But anyways, so they're gonna follow this guy that Jack had let go, and the guy realizes because he doesn't get arrested. Basically, he realizes that he's being followed because he's in a stolen right. vehicle and they don't arrest him. And so he just decides to go head on into a concrete yeah. truck. <laughs> Of course, Jack witnesses so it. They see it on the um, satellite too, I believe. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, they they don't they do like thermal imaging or something because they realize they're close and they figure out where mm-hmm. um, they're being yeah. held. Um, and Jack shows up and and basically, um, the president at this point has decided that rather than have the Secretary of Defense, you know, tried and executed on live on the internet, that they're just gonna you know basically drop a bomb and kill everybody (laughs) which i'm sure that the uh, political fallout from that wouldn't have been small right and so of course it wasn't Um, an easy decision but 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 it it was something they weighed out right it's still pretty difficult to make that kind of decision right so jack's there waiting and he's like okay where's the teams and the and aaron goes well don't go in they're they're gonna bomb the place and I think the Marines are out of ways, and they're going to send in Marines to help Jack. And um, so, anyways, Jack, being Jack, <laughs> yeah, goes he, in by he, himself. He says, "I can save them. We can do this. We don't need to bomb it." And so, right, right. So he goes in by himself, and uh, I think who was it? Wasn't it one of our our listeners that said yeah, this was one of um, their favorite? Yeah, go ahead and explain. It. I'll probably pull season. that up. So Jack goes in all by himself. You know, Jack style kills a couple people, you know, finds uh, Audrey, gives her a knife through the door and then says, I'm going to save your dad. And live on the Internet, you see, you know, guys getting ready to um, execute um, Secretary Heller. And then all of a sudden people start, you know, falling on the video screen because Jack's shooting them. (laughs) He ends up killing them all. And uh they're escaping, you know, they go back and they, they go to get Audrey and she's gone. And they basically, they've grabbed her, um, to, you know, use this leverage basically. And so they get outside and they're in a firefight and, um, there's this, you know, poignant scene when Heller says, I'm out of ammo. Jairus like once more and says, I'm out too. And then basically they're like, crap, this isn't good. You know, the guys are moving it. And then you see helicopters coming over the horizon and the Marines show up, you know, <laughs> the Calvary's there and, uh, they, you know, make short, short uh order of everybody else there and and everybody dies and they save audrey which is cool she takes that knife she had and stabs the guy in the leg and then ducks and jack throws a knife at him and hits him in the face or the chest or something and then he gets shot by marines so he dies yeah this um and this tweet is from andy and that's at sim barocks 420 um at S I M B A R O C K S four twenty. So anyway, we'll have a link um, to her Twitter account yeah. there. Um, and 
Yes, this was this her is Jack saving right. Audrey and Heller by himself. So yeah, because because that was pretty awesome to be able to see. That was him, pretty so. awesome. You know, and, and during this time, while they were in there, I, we should have mentioned too that Audrey recognizes one of the guys there. There's like three guys that aren't Middle Eastern, and oh, she recognizes right. yeah. one of them. Yeah, and and this will come into play yes. later <laughs> on. Um, but you know, I want to spend a, a quick moment, and and we're getting short on time here, Josh, but. At the end of this episode was the first time that I remember. I don't think there was a, a time earlier in this this uh, the series that they dedicated an yeah. episode to somebody. As it ends, you see um, the screen fades to black. Um, and let me see what it says. I'm going to pull it up here. Um, there's a picture of a military pilot, and it says, This episode is dedicated to the memory of L- Lieutenant Colonel David Green of the Marine Light Attack Helicopter Squadron 775. Um, Then the screen goes black, and then the words appear, his sacrifice and the sacrifice of all our men and women of the military will never be forgotten. So that was, I thought that was really cool. And and when I watched it this last time, I I said to myself, I'm like, okay, what's the story behind this? You know, why, you know, was this like Jack Bauer's brother-in-law or something? What's going on? Which it wasn't. But that unit of Marines that was, you know, in that episode, had just returned from Iraq like a couple weeks before that episode. And they'd, um, Tim uh, Aya Cafano, who's one of the producers of 24, had worked with the Marines to, to get these Marines to come and be part of this episode. Um, and after they'd finished filming it, there's a, um, a man that had, had served with Green. Uh, this, this helicopter pilot had passed away before they got back from Iraq, killed, let's say killed, he was killed, or died in a helicopter accident. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Eric Buer um, had asked if it was possible to pay tribute to him. And this producer, Aya Cafano, said, I asked around Fox and the people I worked for, and everyone kind of felt it was the least we could do. Um, and so they set up a screening of 24 at Camp Pendleton, and, and a bunch of the guys watched it. Um, and there's this major, uh, Mark Volker, who had known um, known uh, Lieutenant is it Lieutenant Colonel Green, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lieutenant Colonel Green. And he said, as we watched, at the end it got pretty quiet. After the ending played, the response was that it was perfect. It was exactly what anyone would have liked to have seen. Um, and he says that they, they took the death hard, obviously. Um, they, they were getting close to coming back when his helicopter was shot down. Um, and Volker said, everyone had started to see the light at the end of the tunnel, meaning before they came home from Iraq, and thought everyone was going to come back. He was one of the most impressive lieutenant colonels we had. That's what made this lo- made this loss uh, that much more unfortunate. Um, and then they said that the depiction of what was done in the show was was fantastic. It was exactly what the Marines would have done if they had actually been part of that. That. Um, so, anyways, I thought that was really cool. You know, one that they actually used Marines, and Fox said that it's good to use Marines because trying to do that kind of stuff with stuntmen is kind of tricky sometimes. Because there's the whole weight thing. It can tip the helicopter if you don't have the same amount coming out of side and so on and so forth. And um, So basically it was like, well, the Marines trained to do this all the time. And they did a great job. So I, I thought that was really cool. One, that they used Marines. And two, that, you know, that they were willing to and did you know, pay tri- tribute to this uh, member of this squad that they had used um, and recognized his sacrifice. And, and I think that was, that was really cool. Really classy. Yeah, def- by yeah 24, that definitely was. And so it, it carry on. Was that a silent clock? It, it was silent at the end. I can't remember. I don't think it was, but right after 
I don't think it was silent, but right after the right after the clock finished, when the credits usually roll, um, it just came up with a picture of him sitting in his helicopter um, with those words, and then it went black, and then it said his you know his sacrifice and those of all the other men and women will not be forgotten okay. or are appreciated that, or whatever what it, it said. Yeah. Um, so, anyways. So the 24 podcast also recognizes the sacrifice of, of everyone and, and especially um, Lieutenant Colonel Green and grateful yes, for him and his family. definitely so. are. On, on that right. happy note. <laughs> Moving on, I guess. Um, real quickly, if we want to... Actually, you know what? The, the one thing we're going to talk about here at the end, Josh, we should almost wait until the next one. Leave the suspense. Okay. All right. Well, Mark and I had to kind of cut our conversation a little bit short, and so we had some different things in each of our lives that kind of caused us to not have as much time. And so, anyway, we still hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, You can go to the show notes at the 24podcast.com and you can be able to see some of the conversation there and maybe some of the different references that we referred to and so we're going to try to also have uh, some a couple clips that we're going to share throughout the week to hopefully kind of compensate for uh, the shortness of this episode and so we do hope and plan to be able to have some other great things in the next several episodes and so we're gonna be having um both joel and jack come back on different episodes and uh, hopefully get another special guest in there as well and we are still working on some interviews uh try to get in with some of the uh cast and uh crew and different things like that and so we are still working on that so hopefully as we get into january as they're recording that we'll be able to uh have a better chance of being able to nail some of those down. And so, anyway, so again, you go to the website, the24podcast.com. You can go to the24podcast.com slash iTunes, and you can be able to leave us an iTunes review there. We'd also love to be able to have you follow us on Twitter. The official Twitter account for uh, the podcast is at the24podcast. And so we would definitely appreciate um, uh, you being able to follow us there. We're getting close to 200 followers so far we'd love to be able to get over that and be able to get um, a lot more people following us there and interacting and so we've got a lot of uh, great conversations there uh, from time to time and we definitely appreciate uh, the people that have interacted with us or several people that are uh, pretty active with that and so we appreciate that and so with that we're just going to go ahead uh, close for this week again a little early but next week Uh, We plan on coming back with some really great uh, things here as we continue into Season 4. Have a great week.